0: From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, August 11th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Dave James. An area in Northeast Ohio has been dealt a blow to its economy. Russ Mitchell explains. The owner of Republic Steel says it is shutting down its steelmaking operations at its mill in Canton and at another in western New York. That means about 500 workers will be laid off. 322 of them at the Canton plant. Grupo CEMEC, the Mexico-based company that owns Republic Steel, says a new state-of-the-art plant in Mexico will remain open. The company says higher production costs and market changes led to the shutdowns in the United States. I'm Russ Mitchell. Republic Steel, which is headquartered in Canton, traces its roots back to 1886 with the establishment of Burger Manufacturing Company. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine is trying to change the way kids learn to read through a new program called the Science of Reading. The state's going to use $174 million in funding for materials, training, and literacy coaches to make sure all schools are up to speed. The Ohio Department of Education's Chief of Literacy, Melissa Weber Mayer, says only sixty percent of Ohio's third graders are proficient readers. These numbers have looked the same before COVID and they look the same now after COVID. And and it's it's time to do something so that we can ensure that every student in Ohio has the opportunity to be successful. Governor DeWine says the state will give schools the tools to do this. Pay for the cost of high-quality instructional materials that are aligned with the science of reading for public schools that do not have them. Support teachers by funding professional development in the science of reading and covering the cost of stipends for teachers to participate in that instruction. DeWine says the initiative also will pay to provide literacy coaches who will help teachers implement best practices. The airport in Columbus serves 33 counties in Ohio, and it's getting a new $2 billion terminal. Kevin Landers has details. The new terminal will add more gates, more parking, and will also have new roads leading to the airport. Now, the design calls for a 900,000 square foot terminal that will expand the current gates from 34 to 40. Plans also call for a 5,000 space parking garage. Now, the architects who designed the Detroit and San Francisco airports have been hired to build it along with Columbus architects Moody Nolan. Construction is expected to start in 2024 with completion in 2029. Reporting from John Glenn International, Kevin Landers. There were 89 hospitalizations in Ohio due to COVID last week. That's nine more than the previous week. Andrew Kenzie has more with a doctor in Columbus. Experts say this new rise is due to the new Omicron variant offshoot. That's now the dominant strain here in the U.S. We asked an infectious disease expert from Ohio State if this trend is concerning. Right now, it looks like with the some degree of immunity that people have, uh, the vaccination that has had there, we're not seeing that drive in hospitalization that we saw much earlier on in the pandemic. The first new COVID-19 vaccines updated for the fall season are expected to be available by the end of September once the FDA and CDC approve them. I'm Andrew Kinsey. By the way, Ohio reported 14 deaths from COVID last week, and the average of late has been about 12 per week. Since the pandemic started, Ohio's COVID death total, 42,451. The U.S. Supreme Court blocked a bankruptcy settlement with Purdue Pharma, and justices agreed to a request from the Biden administration to stop the $6 billion agreement reached with state and local governments last year dealing with the opioid crisis. The agreement would allow the company to emerge from bankruptcy as a different entity, and members of the Sackler family behind Purdue Pharma could avoid being sued over opioids. Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost expressed his disappointment with the decision. This war is fought on the ground of our streets, of our cities and our counties, and it's so important to get this money flowing. It's been since 2019. The court has agreed to hear the case in December. On Wednesday morning, a man exchanged gunfire with a police officer during an attempted robbery in Columbus. That man, Austin Hunsinger, was killed and the officer was hospitalized. Brian Steele with the Fraternal Order of Police is upset over word that Hunsinger had an extensive criminal record. There's a progression. This is why we have tried and true tactics of the broken windows theory of policing. If you have a driving while suspension license, okay, it's not the crime of the century, but if you don't hold that individual accountable, that will keep turning to something else. Previous offenses include fleeing from a deputy during a traffic stop, kidnapping, and felonious assault. The officer, by the way, is recovering. The city of Toledo has teamed up with Mercy Health and Nationwide Children's Hospital to promote gun safety and handed out 100 free gun locks to residents yesterday. Maya May has more with Toledo's police chief, Mike Trendley. According to the CDC, firearms are the leading cause of death for children and teens in the U.S., and roughly 4.6 million children in the U.S. live in a household with at least one unlocked, unloaded gun. Toledo's police chief says gun locks can keep guns out of the wrong hands. It is something that is causing so much harm in our side, our community. And a simple act of securing that weapon saves a life, saves the trauma that has been passed on to all the other members of our community. It's a simple step. It's huge, though. When you have a community group that's willing to actually take the lead to help educate the rest of the community and actually help pass out gun locks and safety devices, then it's a no-brainer for us. I'm Maya May in Toledo. The Ohio Department of Commerce has issued an alert about a troubling new phone scam. It targets families going through some of the most difficult periods in their life. According to the department, scammers are using written obituaries to gain information about the families of people who have recently died. These criminals will then use this info to call the families pretending to be representing a funeral home in an effort to steal victims' financial information. The Commerce Department says anybody receiving a purported call from a funeral home that they feel is suspicious should immediately hang up and reach out to the funeral home directly. Bucky's. Ever heard of it? It's apparently coming to suburban Dayton. Yolanda Harris explains. A Bucky's is finally coming to Ohio. According to the Huber Heights mayor, the state's first ever Bucky's is coming to the Dayton area near State Route 235 and I 270. The massive gas station and convenience store is open 24 7 and offers a variety of food and drinks and plenty of Bucky the Beaver themed merchandise. Bucky's representatives will attend a planning meeting to get feedback and initial comments. I'm Yolanda Harris. Just north of Cincinnati, the Voices of America Country Music Fest is going on through Sunday in Westchester. It started yesterday, and organizers say they're expecting 80,000 people for the four-day event. Go to voacountrymusicfest.com for more info. Today and tomorrow, the Tomato Festival is going on in the Columbus suburb of Reynoldsburg. The city's been declared the birthplace of the tomato. If you don't believe that, check this out. Alexander Livingston of Reynoldsburg is credited with developing numerous varieties of tomatoes that improved the taste and made them a commercially viable product in 1870. He's known as the father of the modern tomato. Some kids from another Columbus suburb north of there will get a chance to shine on ESPN next week. Dave Holmes explains. From the first time you get a baseball mitt, you dream of getting to play on the biggest stage, and now a group of kids from New Albany are going to have that chance. New Albany facing Elmhurst in the Great Lakes Region final; winner goes to the Little League World Series. Kevin Klingerman finishes off a shutout on the mound. Klingerman didn't give up a single run in the regional tournament. New Albany wins four to nothing. They are going to represent Ohio in the Little League World Series. New Albany will play Thursday, August 17th at 7 p.m. against the West Regional winner. There are 20 teams in the World Series tournament, 10 from the U.S. and 10 internationals. An Ohio team has never won the championship. A team from Hamilton was the runner-up in 2021. Special thanks to our television affiliates, WKYC in Cleveland, WTOL in Toledo, and WBNS in Columbus for their contributions to today's podcast.